everybody welcome to the marriage adventure podcast we're your hosts daniel and bonnie and we're glad that you're with us today so Uh, so glad yep yep so hope you're having a good start to your week if you're listening to us on the day this drops on a monday and um i I gotta say um it's just you sound kind of down i know i know and maybe it's okay so transparency here i'm working on putting together tax stuff Uh, I know. It's just, you know, April 15th is right around the corner. and You know why you do that? <sighs> yes, I do. Because we'd be in jail <laughs> if I had to do it. <laughs> I do know why I do it. <laughs> but it's not fun. I do it be- out of default because I might be a little better at it than you are. Only but Not because you love it no, or you think you're good at it? No. It's, no. I just, ugh, ugh, ugh. it's not fun. Um, you are good at it. But you don't like it. I get it. It's just the, uh, well, and for us in ministry, we have to keep up with, because of just certain laws or whatever, we keep up with all of our receipts, and then we have to capture those and come up with a total. we're more self-employed. Yeah, and so, um, and let's just say the last year we have We've got a lot of receipts, <laughs> and so just we spent so much money. <laughs> just so uh, many. in the barn that we're yes. sitting in. Yes, and, and I'm thankful and for it. But right now, I'm just like, yeah, <sighs> my life would be easier if we could just stop spending money and collecting receipts. So, um, but yeah, it's just that, ugh, the mundane of going through receipt after receipt and just over. It's just a lot. It's just, yeah, I'm tired. You just invalidated every bookkeeper's life that was listening to this. No, they're great. No, I I gave them value. They love it. They hire, if I could afford to hire one of them, life would be even better. But, I mean, they are so valuable, and I don't know how they do what they do. Everybody's gifted in their thing, and that's just not mine. So, I I did not invalidate. I totally appreciate what they do. Yes, no kidding. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, I think it's the it's the monotony of it. It is. It is. I'm just sitting there and going through receipt after receipt. And hey, great segue. That's kind of what we're talking about. Well, it is what we're talking about it's today. True. Yeah, it's what we're talking about today. Is the um, every time uh, we go in and we speak uh, to a church or to a group of married couples, uh, I don't want to say every time. That's probably. Frequently. Yes, but it is. It is frequently. Well, uh, frequently. We'll <laughs> ask them, words are very tough. We'll ask them this question, and the question is, why can't we see what God is doing? If God's created us to live on mission, if he's created us for adventure, mm-hmm. why can't we see what he's doing all around us or hear his voice or sense what he's doing? And uh, and they start listing this list of stuff, and this is kind of kind of uh, dovetails into our conversation on the last episode about pruning. Mm-hmm. Um, but one guy a couple of weeks ago said, truthfully, I mean, there was a hundred couples there, or I don't know, 70 couples. He said, truthfully, it's the mundane. Mm-hmm. He said, I just, I get up every morning and I do this. Yeah. And then I go to work. And then when I get home from work, the next five yeah. hours is this and this and this. And then... We get ready, and we the kids go to bed, and then we binge watch something, 
And then I look at social as I lay in bed, and then I go to sleep, yep. and then I wake up the next morning, and it's the same thing. Do it all over again. And it's the mundane. It's over and over and over. It's like a hamster on again. a wheel. It's yes. like you're on that treadmill, that constant, or even on a treadmill, because you're, you're running, 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 but you're going nowhere. Um, yes. You're not, and you feel like you're not accomplishing anything, and, and then you live for the weekends, and you get to the weekend, and it's well, even crazier. Well, the weekend's crazier. busier than the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we said this on the last episode. How awesome is it if weekend plans get canceled? Mm-hmm. Like, like just now, just before we hit the record button, and we had something tomorrow night, you said, and I gave you this face like, Ugh, and then you got a rained out notice, and we're like, yay! Mm-hmm. You know, so... It is. It's this monotony of over and over and over. Yeah. And yet we call this the marriage adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, my men's group were reading. We're reading the book. I've never read it, um, but it's been out for thirty years. That wild at heart. Mm. Uh, I, Shame on you. I know. You've I had know. it for all that time, and I've never. <laughs> I've I've never seen uh, Braveheart. Can you believe? Am I a what? man? I know. And huh. so. Um, okay. So I finally Weekend was assignment. like. I, I know. I was like. Um, Okay, I should probably read this book. So let's do this in our men's group. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the men are loving it. But but what the book's talking about, it's funny because I've never read it, but there's a lot of similarities in the first half of our book and what he's talking about when he goes back to when God created Adam and when he created mm. Eve. And we talk about in the book that God put him on this grand assignment. Yeah. And that's the same thing he's talking about. And he created them created us for adventure and for mission mm. and yet we live this life of this monotony mm-hmm. and and yet why mm. why do we do mm. that and so how do we how do we mitigate the mundane this mm. monotony um that's what we're going to talk about but first we do need to have a little fun so we call this Stupid Fun Facts, and I'm going to tell you a few things that you probably never thought about before, and they're really stupid, but they're kind of fun. You ready? All right. All right. All right. The only domestic animal not mentioned in the Bible is the cat. I knew it. <laughs> I, I you knew really, it. I know. I know. Uh-huh. I knew right, it. Right. So not a cat person. You'll appreciate this because you um, because of music, but the house fly hums in the middle octave key of F. Really? Really. It so, is interesting. That's so, not stupid at all. No, that's interesting, right? So, so tigers have striped skin, not just striped fur. I've heard that. I have so not heard that. So if you shave them, they're still striped. Still striped. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Here's one. These are not stupid, Bonnie. These are very interesting. Well, I said stupid fun facts. That's They're true. fun, too. Some of them are interesting and fun. So, did you know that it's impossible to sneeze with your eyes open? No. Your brains will blow out. That's what we always heard as a kid. <laughs> that your eyeballs your will eyeballs, pop out. Your eyeballs your will bl- pop out. Not your brains. <laughs> your eyeballs will pop out of your head if you sneeze with your eyes open. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's that's apparently it's impossible. So, Hummingbirds. Oh, it's impossible. I thought you said it was possible. No, it's impossible. Yeah, I to agree. Because you'll eyeballs with your eye. Yep. Okay. One more. So, hummingbirds are the only animals that can fly backwards. Wow. Yep. Yep. All right. That's All right. very useful okay. knowledge. Okay, I got one more for you. We'll close with this one. It's kind of gross. A cockroach will live nine days 
without its head before it starves to death. Oh, really? I don't know. So, like, its head's only use is to eat. Yep, but then it's because it'll starve to death. Yep. So, if it could eat another way, it could live forever without its head. Apparently. What and, a great one to end on. Yep. That's nasty. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're talking about the the monotony of life, and this is the Marriage Adventure podcast. And why is it that we're not experiencing more adventure, more fun, more mission, more more uh, passion in our mm-hmm. life? God has written things on our heart to do and, uh, and, and missions to live on, but yet we get in this cycle of getting up and yep. doing this and going to work. And then most of the population just does not enjoy their job. And then they come home yeah. and the, the whole family goes five different directions for activities, whatever they are. Yeah. And then you binge watch a program and then you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And in between you're scrolling vertical videos on your phone all day, just this habitual scrolling, 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 scrolling. Mm-hmm. And, and it's this monotony of life Mm -hmm. and the last thing we're thinking of is adventure the last thing we're thinking of is purpose Mm -hmm. and so while we can't totally escape the responsibilities of life uh, work school different things like that we can mitigate the mundane and inject uh, some breath and some life into our marriage relationship and into our family relationship Mm -hmm. so um do you think that God has created us for mission? Absolutely. I mean, if you look at look in Genesis, you see at creation, God created them, male and female, and he, he created Adam. And first of all, and he and he saw, he gave him this big job, and he named all the animals, and then he, there was no suitable helper. And then he made Eve, and he said, hey, guys, I've got this huge, gigantic mission for you. You, you're gonna you're gonna rule over the earth and subdue the animals and there'll there'll be a fear of them for you but you're gonna take care of this earth mm-hmm. you're gonna re you're gonna reproduce yourselves and mm-hmm. that's a big that's huge that's a huge mission and I believe God put us together I believe even you know I believe Adam had a mission even before he was married but then God gave him Eve and she had a mission and they they came together and they were able to accomplish more um with a unified heart towards mission. And yeah, I think he get, he created us with mission. So I think that's one of the biggest ways we can mitigate the mundane mm. or the monotony of life is to um, insert, interject <clears throat> mission into wherever we are and whatever mm-hmm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, God didn't put you in the place you are um, in the season you're in for no reason. Right. And, uh, and I love how we moved here a year and a half ago uh, to this community. And instantly, Bonnie, you started this Rydal Ladies Bible Study. Mm. And, and you developed friends. And I see you thriving mm. in this new community, new people, new life, you know. Mm. And, um, and, and I think that's because you've, you've interjected mission mm-hmm. into, into wherever you are. Yeah. And I think that's one way that we can mitigate the mundane in our life. And so what we're saying is it doesn't, I'm not saying God 
is telling you, hey, you need to quit your job. You okay. need to. Or start a Bible study. Try, yeah. try, or start a Bible study or drop out of everything. You know, last mm-hmm. week we talked about pruning. Yeah. And, um, and there are some things that we need to prune away from our life. But sometimes we don't need to prune. We just need to realize why we're there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't mean that we stop the activity. Right. It's just um, God has us here for a reason, um, and and we need to find what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think God's called all believers to to a mission. And um, in the beginning, He said, "You know, be fruitful and multiply, like physically, but also." spiritually so that I can have relationship with more people. But Jesus reinstituted that with a great commission. Yeah. I mean. Genesis 28, 19 and 20. 19. 19. Gosh, words. Um, What did Jesus tell us? Oh, and Matt, that would be Matthew, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. That's Mm -hmm. right. I'm looking at the wrong one. Yep. Wrong one. But what did Jesus say in there? He said, uh, he said, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've taught you. That's our mission, Mm -hmm. to go into all the world and baptize and disciple people. Mm -hmm. So That that takes the mundane out of life. Man, it does. (laughs) It changes the, I mean, even at work, you think about it, it changes the relationship. Mm. Yeah, it changes the relationships uh, of of your kids' activities. Yeah. Because you're surrounded by people on the bleachers or people in the chairs around you mm-hmm. that don't know Jesus. Yeah. And now you're living on mission. Um, sometimes if we're looking at it from the work perspective, though, sometimes God doesn't want you to leave where you are, but the job just is not being performed in a way that meets, uh, that, that coincides with the giftings mm. or the passions he's put on your heart. So maybe it's another place within another seat on the bus within that particular company. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's another company or maybe it's another, you know, industry altogether. But mm-hmm. if you interject mission in there, man, it, it, it mitigates the mundane right away. Yeah, absolutely. Right um, away. How have we, have we seen that in our life? Gracious. We've seen it in so many different ways. And I think, I think it just, I mean, in every home we've lived in, I think God's helped us identify these are the people that you need to be sharing with mm-hmm. that are close to you in your circle. And, but I think it was only in the, the last few years that we've realized that's not just in our neighborhood. It's, it goes beyond that. It goes into activities, whether it's baseball, I mean, you know, doing, doing a Bible study with, with ladies at a ball field or, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or our neighbor, mm-hmm. our closest neighbor to us. We, mm-hmm. you know, you get to know them or, or just, or in whatever season you're in. Um, hopefully you were working at church, so hopefully you weren't sharing Jesus with having to share <laughs> Jesus with your staff. Yeah. But um, but there's mission involved in that. Even it might not even be um, that you're sharing the gospel. Maybe it's just providing, um, you know, being a, being a shoulder for someone who in need to, to come in and and um, talk to or whatever. Mm-hmm. But God's if our eyes are open to it, if we open our eyes and are, are willing for God to show us, he'll show us the the mission in any little thing we're involved in. Mm-hmm. It, even parent, I mean, parenting might be the only, the only people I might see for days are my kids. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be mission in that or talk about mundane. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we had toddlers, it, if you don't have mission to that and know why you're called to that, that's an 18-year mundane. Mm-hmm. If you don't have mission with it and understand your calling as, as a parent. 
Yeah, because there's not uh, not every day is exciting. No, nor accolades involved in that. You don't no, get. There's not trophies for oh. parent of the year. Mm-mm. There should be though, and there I think be. you should get it. Um, You're so sweet. Yes, interject interject mission into it. Um, here's the second way I think, and maybe you just need permission. And if this is what you need, I'm giving it to you right now, mm-hmm. and you can blame it on me. Um, not only do we need to interject mission, but you may need to just go against the flow. Mm. We get in the mundane because it's what everybody else is doing. And it's, it's well, it's just what you do, isn't it? Our society is set up a certain way, and especially depending on where you live, the region you live in, where you settle, yeah. that it's set up a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes you might just be doing something because everybody's doing it you yeah everybody's doing it or you don't have permission to do something a different way or maybe you don't have a dream that's big enough to get you to do something a different Mm. way wow you know we would have never sold our life and we would just said we just changed our life two years ago a year and a half ago we said the other night you said our life is we were we were leaving waffle house praise the lord for waffle house (laughs) And and you said our life is completely different now. Oh, everything. It is. Besides our church and those relationships, everything about our life is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because God put a dream on our heart. God gave us a vision and a mission, and we prayed for that. Yeah. And that's why we moved here. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you're listening today, maybe you need permission to do things differently, mm-hmm. to go against the flow. Um, so often we get trapped in that mundane because we feel like we need to structure our lives that way that everybody else is. For example, when I move to the suburbs, I have to do X, Y, and Z. I have to get involved in this, 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 and this uh, because this is what you do. Or that's the way I grew up, mm-hmm. and that's the only way I know. Oh, yeah. But what if you could structure it differently? What if you could... It may not be popular. Sell the house and move to live on. And sometimes you've got to do that to live on mission, going back to number one. If God's calling you to a mission, sometimes it's to just live on mission where you already are. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's to to take up the tent stakes and fold up the tent and go. Mm. And I know a couple of guys that's left their 20-year corporate jobs to, uh, you know, one guy left his job to go to seminary, to go into the ministry. He had no job out mm. there, and uh, but he went to seminary to be obedient, mm. and then God opened up the job. Yeah. And then I know another guy that left his 20-year corporate job to start a nonprofit because he had a burden on mm. his heart. And, uh, and so he started this nonprofit in the first three years he was fundraising. Which is not why he started the nonprofit. So you're not even able to really live out your mission for the first two or three years. But he just got a massive grant that's Mm going to allow him now to do his mission. Wow. And and what if they had stuck to the, you just can't do that. Sure. Well, and it's not even necessarily in a job change or a move. Sometimes people want to look at you and tell you, you know, this, why are you parenting that way? Mm-hmm. You know, because I there's some some things we do as parents, people think we're crazy. You know, may, there's some things mm-hmm. even even this last year we've made some changes around here, and it's it's not 
what I ever thought I would do. And mm-hmm. some of those things that we have to go against sometimes the flow of what we've said we won't do. <laughs> there, there are times we have to say. You, you mean know? like you say, I'll never homeschool. And yes. three days later, God says you're homeschooling. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, and earlier, even before that, we said our, we'll never do travel ball. And for a season, for a few seasons, Two seasons. we did travel ball because God, God said. And he gave us a mission for it. And so there are things that. We're not anymore, but we No, do. but sometimes we can be our own. We can write this script and and feel like we have to stick to it because, oh, if I go against what I said, I'm going to have to eat crow with this, mm-hmm. or I'll have to go back on my word on this. But if God's telling you to do something, you better be willing to do it, or you're going to be stuck in some misery. So besides just the, uh, it's it's the only way I know, or it's what everybody else is doing, what keeps us from going against the flow and just jumping out there? I think fear. Yeah. Fear of that was the answer I was going for. Oh, That's what I wanted. See, we didn't talk about that. But there, there's fear of what if I fail at this, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "See, I told you, you yeah. shouldn't do that." There's the fear of I won't be any good at that, or the fear of what if I if God maybe God didn't really call me to that. It was just an idea I had, and I fail, and I fall on my face, mm-hmm. you know. Or I think there are also times, and I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes we, sometimes we say God told me to do something, and that's just our reasoning, so we don't get argued with. But it wasn't God. But then there's sometimes we know for sure God's leading us to do this, but we have this fear. But what if God doesn't come through? So we almost feel like we got to protect God. I lived in that <laughs> for this past year. Right. You know, God had put this mission on our heart to do the marriage adventure and to help couples. And, uh, and some of the stuff we're, we're doing now, but some of the stuff we're rolling out mm-hmm. and my, it was my heart's desire and passion. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here spending everything we have in the bank. <laughs> that's all the receipts. Renovating. Yeah. That's all the, the expenditures. <laughs> renovating this property. And all I had was a vision. Yeah. And I'd love to, that, that, that sounds so, uh, romantic. Oh, wow. That's such a romantic notion. Good for you to know. No, heck no. I was. One, I was mad. I was angry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was angry at the Lord. I was frustrated. I'll say that I was frustrated mm-hmm. with Him, um, because I knew, I knew He knew what He was doing, and I knew He'd work it out. But in that moment, could you just let me know anything? Sure, give me some something. Mm-hmm. And um, but I lived in that. God, I know what I want to do. I know what I think You want me to do. But is this just my flesh? Yeah. Or is this you? Yeah. And, uh. Because it's certainly going against the flow. I mean, you had recently even said people would be crazy to leave this, this place. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we had, yeah, I'd said a million times, this is the greatest church to work at. Yep. And I still believe it. If, you, yep. if you're working at a church, that's the best one to work at. Mm-hmm. And we had said in, in, in our senior leadership meetings, like, you want to tell these young guys working with us, just look around. You're not yeah. finding this in a lot of places. Yeah. So and, it was definitely, and then I was sitting in comfort too, a great salary, yeah. great insurance. It was easy and, and it shouldn't have been. So going against the flow though. There was a this, reason it was easy. Yes. It was because God, God was done with me. It shouldn't have That's been right. easy. But, and I'll say that a lot of, I'll say most of the time God does call us to go against the flow. And we, we've been um, watching the chosen mm-hmm. series and I have this picture. If you've not watched it, it's, it's great um, series. It's not 100%. It's, 
it's it's loosely it's based on Bible, but it's not you know word they for add, word. But, they add story. Yes, they add story. We don't get a script of Jesus. Correct, life. but. I love the intro, and I there are so many intros of things that I skip through, but I kind of like watching that intro because it it's this picture of this this one fish swimming against all the others, and as it's swimming, it bumps up against all these fish, and every now and then one of those fish will be affected, and it will switch course yeah. too. Mm. And I that's think, interesting. I've never picked up on that. And so it's really cool that sometimes when we go against the flow. It's because God's calling us to go against the flow, and you never know who you will mm-hmm. influence by switching direction and going God's way. That yeah. He's calling you because that you may bump up against someone you never would have if you continued going with the flow, and you may impact their life in a way that you never would have. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's really important to go against the flow if God's calling you to. And I think uh, I think there is a kudos to. You know, the, a younger generation than us. You know, we're Gen Xers, mm-hmm. um, but you get some of the uh, younger millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to a friend the other day. We said that uh, there's. So, I was just saying there's so many unique ways to make a living now mm-hmm. that you just used to didn't have. And, uh, and used, he's, to. used to used to that's a that's southern a, word. It's a word, right? And um, and he said, you know, it's interesting because people say. The, the the 20-somethings right now don't want to work. Mm. And maybe there's some. That's probably amongst all generations. Amongst is another good word. He said, but it, they say that these 20-somethings don't want to work. They want to work. They just don't want to work in the traditional office setting that we've always known. They want to work and make money in creative ways yeah. and be able to live life the way they want to or the way they feel they need to or live on mission and uh, and so that I mean that's very interesting that they're probably more apt to say, "Hey, I'm going to do it a different way." Yeah. Now you're also in your twenties. Yeah. Life was a lot different. We did that in our early twenties. Our first ten years mm-hmm. of marriage, we were on the road, and uh, but we didn't have kids. When how many times in debt. the last year and a half have you said it was so different living by faith in, in our twenties when it was just us with no overhead? Probably, and and yeah. I think that's the majority of our probably our listeners. They're in a place. Maybe you're in a place in your in your life where you're like, I feel bound to the mundane because I've created this world around me now that going against the flow would be too costly. Yeah. So, where do we go from there? Um, I always heard this: keep your walking weight light. Yeah. So if you like to if you like to hike. Uh, or anything like that, whether it's uh, long treks or day hike, you always want to pack your bags light. Mm-hmm. You don't take clothes for every day. You mm-hmm. take a pair of pants, the ones you wore. You take mm-hmm. a couple changing of shirts. You wear dirty clothes, right? Um, because, man, a couple of days with that pack on, you're not going to go as far. You're not going to go as fast. You're going to yeah. be hurting. And so you want to keep your walking weight low. And that's the same when it goes to our finances. Mm-hmm. Keep your walking weight low, meaning stay out of debt. Yeah. Um, don't have a house bigger, a house payment bigger than you can afford. Um, keep your expenses low. If you live well below your means, guess what? Well, now I'm shiftier. Now I can, I can be more apt to change. And go with where God's telling. Oh, God's telling me to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to do it. 
God's telling me to invest my money here. Well, mm-hmm. I can't because I got it so wrapped up in in this kind of payment or this kind of payment or this monthly, oh my gosh, now it's not just payment. Now it's monthly subscriptions. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the past 10 years now, monthly subscriptions take all your money. Oh, you got to watch those bad boys too. You'll you'll look down and you'll be like, six months I've been paying this thing. I didn't know I was paying this. Literally, I'm just, I, I was looking at a QR code, making a QR code. Well, now they want me to subscribe and monthly pay $14 a month to make <laughs> QR codes. Really? So mm-hmm. you got to watch those things. So keep all your subscriptions, keep your debt, keep your payments, keep all of that really low because if you if you do, well, now, guess what? Now I can live like nobody else does. Mm-hmm. That's the old Dave Ramsey thing. Mm-hmm. Live like nobody else does now, so one day you can live like nobody else does. And now I can do life differently. And now I can live on mission mm-hmm. because I'm not just working and living to support all the stuff I have to pay for. Yeah, nothing will make you feel like you're stuck in the mundane, like having to make payment after payment, pay taxes, and die. <laughs> yeah, and make payment for something you don't even own anymore. Yeah. That car that yeah. you couldn't have afforded, you couldn't yeah. have afforded, and you sold it three years ago, but you're upside down on it, so you still mm. have to make payments. Mm. I mean, that's just awful. Yeah, talk about mundane. Yeah. So those are just some ideas. If you're stuck in the mundane and you want to just interject your mission and and adventure back into your life, back into your marriage, back in your relationship. Sometimes we have to rethink how we've set up life mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and interject mission. Be af- don't be afraid to go against the flow and keep your walk and weight low so you can do those other two things. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, I mean, we love each time we're with you guys. And uh, if you love this podcast, share it with your friends and then you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and at The Marriage Adventure. You guys have a great, great week.